this show on a Friday and our last YouTube day of the season because uh, we are moving to a new slot, 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern, starting on Monday. Can't do YouTube because I got to take my daughter to daycare at that time. <laughs> I can't come in. Sorry, guys. I can't oh, do it. That's all right. Can't do it. That's all right. We will have uh, Sammy, too, as a cameo on the show before Today. it's over. Don't let me forget, okay? No, I will not forget. I'm eager for this to happen. Well, one thing we can't forget, what's going on in Edmonton right mm-hmm. now because the party's just getting started, isn't it, uh, Bob Stoffer? Oh, yeah. They're, uh, they're getting after it. They're going to keep getting after it, and so they should. They waited a long time, right? Like, I remember the first year, so I'm in year 14 doing the color, and the Hall of Famer, Rod Phillips, he did 38 years of the Oilers, and... I'd done 13 years the Alberta Golden Bears, and we'd won the national championship the year before. I started doing Edmonton, and we're on the plane on the first trip, and he goes, how many games did the Bears lose last year? And I was like, well, they lost four, Rod. They went like 44-1 and one or something. He goes, yeah, well, we're going to lose a hell of a lot more than four, so you need to realize right now, win or lose, we're in the booze after every game. So <laughs> uh, I know that uh, in his infinite wisdom, Lou Lamarillo took the booze off the Leafs' plane, and then he booted the media off the plane. Uh and ironically enough, guys, this was the first uh, series uh, in which I, I wasn't on our plane because we had so many call-ups. As you guys know, uh, AC Jets has 57 seats on the plane, and we, we had a full plane, so the radio guys got bounced. But I was pretty much in a euphoric driving mine last night after doing seven and a half hours on the air, driving back uh, down Highway 2 from Calgary to Edmonton. It didn't seem like two hours and 20 minutes, and for most of you in Ontario, it would be three hours, but... We have led foots out in Alberta at that time of night. So uh, it was a great night, and uh, the fans are pumped, and they're going to be stoked all weekend, and they're they're fully basking in the afterglow of the victory in the Battle of Alberta. And correct me if I'm wrong, it's just not that the Edmonton Oilers won the series, but in the manner that they won it. Yeah. Yeah, because they were the better team. I mean, I had empathy for... Uh, the Flames fans on the, you know, on our broadcast, I was in shock that they pulled that goal off the board on the Blake, Blake Coleman play. To me, the spirit of hockey, that should be a goal. Um, that said, the Flames put themselves in a position where they're down 3-1. I know Justin's in, I don't know how much in the advanced analytics you are, Nick, but I know Justin keeps an eye on it. And the Oilers' uh, expected goals in the final three games of the series were higher. Uh, and, and the Oilers' top players, I mean, I, I have all the uh, respect in the world for Daryl Sutter, but he said we got beat by McDavid. No, you didn't. Mm-hmm. The four best players in the series were Edmonton Oilers forwards. I mean, Leon Dreisaitl had 17 points in five games. So uh, Edmonton was a better team. Uh, it shocked a lot of people. There's been a quiet confidence building with Jay Woodcroft. He's a new-age coach. We can discuss that in a second. Uh, but the team's far more resilient and far deeper than they've been before, and they're tied to each other, and they deserve the series against Calgary. Yeah, you know, in, and I thought in Game 5 there, I think the Oilers uh, had double the, the slot shots. They had 11 rush chances to Calgary's three. Like, they were certainly uh, the, the superior team, as you mentioned. So how do you assess how this came to be? Like, going into this series, I was like, do I pick the Flames in five? I was trying to you know, trying to do the number. I, I think I ended up doing six. But, you know, the Flames had such a great season, forechecking, defense, goaltending. How did the Oilers make such light work of them? Uh, okay, well, Edmonton went 26-9-3 under Jay Woodcroft. I mean, really, the Oilers had a 
two stretch, 15 games where they used 13 different defensemen. They got hammered by COVID when we were in Toronto earlier this year. Uh, it sucked because the city was shut down. But, you know, we had no, the, the owners didn't have McDavid. They didn't have uh, Barry. They didn't have Derek Ryan. And that, they kept on getting picked off two or three guys at a time. The Flames got their COVID all at once. And it didn't really affect their lineup. They have a big, heavy team that they didn't have injuries. You know, Tanev started the series hurt. He's a hell of a uh, shutdown D-man. And then I think everything switched in game two when the orders loaded up Drysaddle, McDavid, and, and Evander Kane. And it's crazy because I hated the play with Mikey Anderson in L.A. in game six on Leon Drysaddle. Like he, if you did that when I was growing up 35 years ago in Western Canada, he would have had the living, you know what, kicked out of you. You go after another team's player from behind and basically slew foot him to the ice in a scrum. Somebody was going to get you. He got away with that. Maybe he doesn't get away with it next season. But it altered. Drysaddle couldn't play uh, center because he had a lower body issue. And the Oilers in game two of the series put Kane, McDavid, and Drysaddle together. And they obliterated Calgary's top line the rest of the way. And they had to play Lindholm against them. In the final, or sorry, uh, Backlund against them in the final couple games. And, I mean, Leon Dreisaitl had 17 points in five games, and Daryl Sutter's talking about Connor McDavid and losing the series to Connor, who was a brilliant player and was fantastic and is elevated in the playoffs. But to me, that switch by Jay Woodcroft loading up those top guys, Calgary just couldn't deal with that trio together. And the end result was the Oilers ended up winning four straight games. We're talking to Bob Stoffer, host of the uh, the Oilers now, and does uh, terrific work on the panel uh, on uh, the Oilers uh, regional broadcasts. Uh, Stoff, in terms of uh, you know the depth of this team, especially in this area that uh, we cover uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, it's it's pretty fun to watch Zach Hyman uh, get better and better and better, and just that power game that he has brought and delivered to the Oilers, especially when it's needed the most? Well, he's, you know, I watched Mike Babcock's greatest coaching job of all time, the 1994 Lethbridge Bronghorns. Like, that team went in a CIS championship, then the CIAU. That'd be like Savannah State winning in the NCAA National Championship in football. Like, they don't even have a program anymore. It's now defunct. Um, and Mike Babcock is the guy with that would... Like, Zach Hyman worked for everything that he got. And, he, you know, he's, it's an amazing story because a lot of guys that would, that would come from the background of Zach would not will themselves to continuously improve. But that's what the best people do. You know, I didn't realize that when I was a 13- or 14-year-old kid. So I didn't come close to matching what Justin accomplished, let alone a guy like you, Nick, who, you know, found a way to reinvent yourself as a 60-goal scorer in the OHL and, and carve out a great NHL career for yourself. So... Uh, which is not to say I haven't tried to do that as a broadcaster, but in Hyman's case, you know, he's the addition of Hyman and Kane have completely changed the complexion of what Edmonton can do up front. They're 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 hard on the puck. They're big. They're you know Hyman's a better. He's he's quicker than you think at that size. And the last two games of the series, he might have been Edmonton's best player in a series in which Leon had 17 points in five games. So. It's been a huge addition. You know, he chose Edmonton. Uh, Brad Holland played a factor, given Brad's time with the Maple Leafs organization before. Uh, obviously, Connor, from a recruitment perspective, and Leon help. And it's it's been a wonderful ad. It just the infectiousness and the positive energy. Now I'm going to circle back to Jay Woodcroft. Like, he's today's coach, 
and their resiliency, the team plays the same way that Bakersfield played down in the AHL. They never think they're out of a game. And, you you know, I, I hate coaches that break people down and build them up. I don't believe in that. And, uh, in fact, I hate people that do that. And if you, you, you tend to, you know, you guys know it from your own work experiences and playing experiences, the people that are more positive tend to get more positive results and they get more out of people. And Hyman was the right ad. Uh, when the bullets are flying and you're under a little bit of disarray, he's a guy that can settle it down for everybody because you know what you're going to get on a ship-by-ship basis, and he keeps it positive. It's been a massive addition for the owners. I'd be uh, a little nervous as an Oiler fan knowing that uh, Jay Woodcroft doesn't have a contract next year and he can maybe go to a <laughs> few different teams. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's crazy, eh? Like, when you, you think about what happened in February, and it's... It's Jay Woodcroft and Dave Manson because, you know, I know you guys both have a relationship with Rick Tockett. There was a window for him to join Dallas at one point during the season and maybe ultimately goes down that path. And I think that Rick would have certainly been reaching out to Dave Manson to pull him out of Bakersfield. So it's a tandem, and that stuff's done a good job. And Glenn Galson's, you know, been a, you know, some other coaches maybe would have had their, it's been a two time NHL head coach. He stayed with their staff. But the biggest thing that they created was a positive environment. And uh, beliefs, Nick, you guys had it. I, I, I had Kevin Lowe speak to the Golden Bears back in the mid-2000s when I was working at the university. And he talked about the journey the Rangers took in 94. And think of what happened with you guys against New Jersey. And you're down and, you know, you're down 3-2 in that series. And, you know, you, you guys believed in yourself that you could find a way to will yourself back in. And it wasn't false belief. And, you know, you have to overcome the hurdles along the way. And the owners... I think that's the thing that what's different about this year's team as past teams is resiliency. And and along the way, you got to get some, some luck, but sometimes good teams get luck, and the Oilers are in the precipice of becoming a pretty good team, and they'll be good for a while. They've got a lot of big, heavy defensemen like Tampa Bay has coming in their system, and they've got you know they got three first-round picks that aren't with the team right now that aren't part of this group. they got another first-round pick coming this summer, so they're going to be able to add. And... Uh, it's, it's been quite the journey to watch so far. Well, and tell us about the, the decor there in Edmonton and the job they've done, you know, as, as you know, being here in Toronto, everyone sees CC and Barry and has flashbacks of defensive miscues, you know, Evan Bouchard, a young guy who, you know, maybe not uh, at his, where he'll be at his peak as a defensive player as well. You know, Duncan Keith, there's a lot of us who looked at the decor and went, I don't know, boy, but man, they were really solid. It didn't feel like they gave up a ton um, in the biggest moments. I always, you know, it's funny, Justin, I always, when, I, when it comes to Toronto, I think back to Larry Murphy, right? Like, he did he not get booed in his second year at the Leafs? And then they moved him on to Detroit. He ended up winning two more Stanley Cups. And I, I bring him, him up because that's the comparable for Evan Bouchard, a skilled puck-moving guy that plays at his pace that sometimes will lose a 50-50 puck battle, but the trade-off is what he gives you offensively. And, uh, you know, Bouchard, McLeod, and Yamamoto were all drafted by Keith Gretzky, and they are supporting this current group of McDavid, Drysettle, and Houston Hopkins, and Nurse. The Oilers, I mean, Nurse is not at 100%. You guys can all see it. I mean, he's an unbelievable athlete. Um, they've kept him. He played about 21 minutes a game against uh, Calgary. I'd say unheralded defense. It's funny, we're talking about the defense, Justin, in a series in which the Oilers scored 25 goals in five games. 
against a team that averaged, you know, 2.51 goals against per game in the regular season. And the Oilers doubled that in the playoff series. But they just, you know what, they're not, huh, I hate to bring up Carolina in 06 as an Evertonian, but Carolina had kind of an unheralded defense that year. And this group's kind of similar, though I do think that Nurse and Bouchard have a higher ceiling than some of the guys that were at the Hurricanes that year when they won the Cup. Even a, a, a move like for, for Kulak at the trade deadline, and uh, I think Jay Woodcroft spoke of this after uh, in his comments that, uh, hey, let's not forget this guy went to uh, a Stanley Cup final very recently. Yeah, well, he was part of the, the Montreal team that you know had that stunning comeback against the Leafs last year, and he's an Edmonton guy. Uh, I mean, it's, it's funny because everybody made a big deal yesterday uh, about the Kane situation, and Vander's been a wonderful addition, of course, his uh, wife or his, uh, his significant other had a, a baby a day earlier, uh, Iverson, and Rhett Kulak, very nondescript, went in his his wife had their child in Canmore, which is four and a half hours from Edmonton, and he drove back and didn't miss a beat and just played. Like, he's been a fantastic addition. When Nurse has been out, Nurse missed the final four games of the regular season. with a He's got a significant core injury that he's playing through right now. Kulak and CeCe were excellent as a shutdown pairing to close out the regular season. Uh, when Nurse got suspended for the game against L.A. in game six, Kulak stepped in again. He's been a big part of it. The asset, uh, you know, I, I, I guess I look at Keith and Kulak and Hyman and Kane, and I could see those ones working out. The one that surprised me the most was Ken Holland sticking his, you know, sticking in his guns on the goaltending and saying, we, we just got to get Mike Smith healthy to see what we have in goal. I got to be honest with you. I didn't see Mike, as an Oilers broadcaster, I didn't see Mike Smith 947 in his final yeah. 12, regular, yeah. 12 regular season games. And guys, 9:31 going into last yeah. night's game of the playoffs. I'm, that was the one that I just and I know he's given up some awful goals in the playoffs, but the reality is he just outdueled Jonathan Quick and Jacob Markstrom back to back, and I did not see that happening. So one more stuff for you before we let you go: uh, Would Oiler fans now be loving the thought? of watching McDavid go against McKinnon, or would they be, no, 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 no. We'll take St. Louis. St. Louis wins face-offs, and they know how to win. And the Oilers were poor as the season, as a uh, series progressed against Calgary in the face-off circle. But what if I told you Edmonton's actually matched up better against Colorado over the last few years than against uh, St. Louis? For what I, I know Colorado's got the better team. Um but St. Louis has got a championship chin, and they showed that the other night. I, I, from a pure entertainment value, and were we not entertained in the Battle of Alberta, I think the majority of the fans in oil country would say, until hell with it, let's find out who's the best 29. McKinnon and Drysettle. McKinnon hasn't had a 50-goal season. Drysettle's had two. You know, uh, Drysettle's won a hard trophy. Oh, yeah, the Oilers have, I mean, McCarr and McKinnon against McDavid and Drysettle. Let's let it rip. Let's get after it and see what happens. Well, we'll find out as early as tonight if Colorado can put St. Louis away. Hey, Stoff, enjoy uh, the next few days off as we await uh, to see who plays the Edmonton Oilers. Thanks for doing this. You know what they say, Nick? Bailey soothes the voice. <laughs> All right, Bailey. Have Good fun. Luck. Have a great weekend, Bailey. <laughs> see you later, guys. Thank you.
Oh, he's got some spring in his step. Oh, pep, little boy, here we go. <laughs> Love it. Love it, stuff. Um, as much as we can say, Colorado has been this team that many picked. I just think even in the next game or two against possibly uh, St. Louis or going into Edmonton, Darcy Kemper, I just don't know. Well... Thankfully, I, I would say Billy Huso, I'd say the same thing about, though. Like, if it was Bennington, I would feel like, man, a little nervous here for the Avs. I got to say, if the Avs can't figure this out, I don't think I believe in good hockey teams anymore. You know, in the regular season, like, it, it's just such a different, you know, the light run-and-gun hockey, man. I, I want to see the Avs win. I want to see a team like this but find a way to get it Oilers done. Oilers aren't run-and-gun? They are. Well, yeah. they're, they're they really run-and-gun. They run and they It's a good point. Yeah. When, when one guy is holding a gun... Yeah. And the puck. When he's running with the gun at all times. Yes. I, I got to tell you, during this show, I've realized how slow I think the Flames are. Because I was going through their roster. I was like, oh, hey, Chuck's not that fast. Even they're very good players. Gaudreau's not a burner necessarily or, or Lindholm or those guys. They're not fast. But l- down the lineup, boy, it's not. They're not a very fleet of foot team. But, but who is compared to McDavid? He makes well, everyone look yeah, slow. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Right? I, I just think they're going to win the cup. Oh you know, my gosh. What you, yeah. you are such an extremist. The yeah, Leafs are going to win the cup until the last gonna, thing that I never ever said the Leafs are going to win the Stanley Cup. I said if they ever find a way to oh, get past the first. I believe there was a few comments that said that sure. it I was said, our that. year. I said, I said no. I never said. I said what? if there's if they potentially find a goddamn way to get past the first round, <laughs> they could win the cup. Is what I said. There, yeah. There's a lot of starting to believes and yeah, stuff like for that, sure. But never. I would never. Come on, you know me better than that. I would never <laughs> let myself go there. I think the Oilers are going to win. Okay, as we close off our historic season on YouTube, are you going to join us here? or um, and Sam Cam, hashtag we, it. Sam we, Cam, let's are, go. If you got something that if we get some tweets that we can answer questions, or are you just going to drum yeah, roll? Hold on, that. hold on, hold on. Drum oh. roll. Did we get any comments on who Sammy could look like the most? <laughs> let's go with let's go with Shaggy from Scooby Dooby Doo. Oh. Hey, Sammy! Sammy! Are you gonna join us for a minute? Yeah. No, 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 no. Just have a seat for a second. Okay. Have a yeah, seat for gra- a second. Grab a microphone for just a minute here. We'll get Sam in the in the house. So listen, um, how have you found your new uh, celebrityism? I I gotta be honest, boys. I hate being in here immediately, and I'm gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> I couldn't hate it more. Like I have never felt less natural. Uh, I belong behind the glass. I'm just producer. I'm, I'm just thrilled. A, I'm just a lowly producer. But no, it's great. Clearly, when you picked that shirt out, you had no idea. Right now, you're gonna be on YouTube. No, you're right. I mean, it was just a white shirt, a little off white, actually, a little cream, maybe. So yeah, this is so. Who are the all stars in our chat over the course of the year? So you're in the YouTube. This is a little love for the YouTube yes. uh, channel yeah. right now. Uh, any names I'm stand thinking out? of uh, Tammy that hasn't been around as much recently. I'm thinking of maybe Donnie Brasco. I see a Susie Q. A, a little Mar- a, yeah. yeah, Susie Q. A little Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Yeah, I'm I trying to think of some other ones. Love for some Pobody's Nerfic yeah, in there. Yeah, Pobody's <laughs> Nerfic, the hardest name to say. There's a million different ones. Uh, there's a guy. Donnie Brasco. Yeah, 66 yeah. scores. Yeah. I see yeah. a lot in there. So We appreciate all, all yeah. you who are uh, regular yeah. viewers. But, so have we done enough? Can I leave now? No. no oh, okay. No, you're okay. not done yet. I okay. do. 
Have I, uh, have you renegotiated your new contract no, as a celebrity yet? No, yet? no I think I'm going to be looking for that Mark Giordano money. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it for less. Yeah, no. I'll just take less. Yeah, 800K. My, my, yeah, Mark Giordano money. <laughs> yeah, well, now you're an on-camera personality, so. Yeah. Uh, there is someone in there uh, pushing for us to get pay raises, so that's good. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Any, I don't have the YouTube in front of me, which is rare. Is anyone saying I'm ugly or attractive? Um, or? You know, no, lo- mostly love. We got an, is that Joel Edmondson? It's Lurch is one of them. Uh, that's yeah, not- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, actually, a lot of comparisons I get are white hockey guys with beard. Yeah. Yeah, I always get like, oh, you look like Ryan O'Reilly. It's you like, oh, I- he's just white with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Sammy was fat, someone said. No. There's- well, talk to me in the winter. <laughs> I'll get a little fatter in the winter. No, uh, it's all it's all general no, kindness. It kind of looks like Connor McDavid. Is that yeah. Ron Jeremy? That was not a surprising uh, take, but... so. Yeah. Do people really, like, is this an ongoing joke, or do people really want a Sammy Cam uh, next I, season? I don't know, really. I, I think maybe it's just an ongoing I joke, f- and now that they've seen me, I mean, what does it add? What's the difference? <laughs> you can hear me. I mean, no, whatever. It you don't want to the camera next year. You don't right. want to care waking up in the morning what T-shirt you're going to wear <laughs> on a Sammy Cam, do you? Yeah, I'm pretty put together. I usually usually have a hat on, but I don't have a hat on today, which is very rare. So. Yeah. I actually and, thought that was why I was for today. No, but. no, I'm getting some engagements photos taken later, yeah. boys, so. I didn't want to mess and up. And I know you own a couple of nice suits that I you do. wear on uh, Leaf nights. <laughs> I do. I yeah. own suits. Yeah. That's what we should do is like on Leaf's game days, you should come and yeah, sit in here yeah, when yeah. you're all suited up. Yeah, well. All right, boys. Can I get out of here now, yeah. please? Yeah. Thank well, God. Yeah, hold on. I think I got a parting. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Got, here's here. A parting gift oh. for you. Oh. Oh, what is there this? Little you weekend for you. Camera. Yeah. That's, what flavor is that, Sam? Tell uh, the people. Oh, it's raspberry, juniper, and lemon. There which you is go. A I, just, just, just for being on the show. Oh, thank you. A little really, boot of love for you, Sammy. I will find a way to drink all of these tonight. All right. <laughs> go back. Go back and be a producer, Sammy. Thanks, buddy. See, he does, he does exist. He does. He's real. He's real. I feel, <laughs> he really didn't enjoy it, though. You know, it's funny is he's going to do that. In his career, he is going to be more what? visible over his career. He has a golf show. He he does videos for the golf guys. Yeah, Saturdays he, at nine a.m. I think. Just always be super fan, Sammy. Though. Don't yeah. Don't don't get uh, famous. Feel big. Uh, no, I might not always be super fan if the Leafs keep losing the I first just, round. I'm already an objective <laughs> journalist now. Boys. Yes. No. No. Don't go objective journalist. Just no. stay super, Sammy. Listen, Lee fan. I'm watching the career I get Steve Daniels making it. for himself. There's a market for the fan in Toronto at the very least. So it's not a bad angle. What percentage would you say uh, that dangles like into like performing mode? Versus like sincere yes. fandom. Yes. Oh, I'm sure each year it goes more performing, <laughs> less true fandom. Me it's, too. Honestly, me too. Well, like, it's, it's be like, hard. They just keep is. losing. It is hard. It really is hard. And I just don't really want to talk about it anymore. Do you guys want to talk about something else? Yes. <laughs> Are you going to actually park it, like, you know, for till training camp? Like, I, I really need a big trade. I need, I need a shakeup. I need something. I need so something you, to reinvigorate myself. If you see myself. something new, yes. it will rejuvenate you. Yeah, like the trade that I brought up with Kipper, with, uh, with uh, Gunning and, and, uh, Borny and he got all mad at me, but I brought I didn't up a hear it. I got mad about it. Yeah. You want to hear it? Yes. Okay. See, this is why we're good partners. I hate this stuff. So I proposed a trade that involved the Arizona Coyotes with Willie Nylander, Tim Lindy Lilligren, a 2024 first round pick. Am I going to have to write this stuff yes, down? Yes, you are, because there's six parts. Nylander, Not just why it's stupid. Nylander, Lilypad. Yep. A first round pick. 
first pick. Yep, heading to Arizona. Yeah, for Chikrin. Yeah. For Chikrin and Lawson Krauss, who was an RFA. And you had a, another pick. And I added a third-round pick in there to kind of help the depth of the, of the lease draft. So that was my trade proposal. That would get me interested again. But, I mean, you know, Willie's a stud for Sweden, so maybe not. I just uh, I probably have to talk to a lot of people that I trust on how, how much upside there is on Kraus. And where can Kraus? Can he not be a really Nick Paul go? type? Truly, big you, strong guy in the bottom six. You cannot get any sense of what a player is in Arizona. I'm telling you, just because they are playing meaningless games, they do. And no disrespect to the fans there, but the games have not mattered, and it's not the same the, as the, preparing to play real the hockey. The problem games. I have with your trade, and I can't believe that I'm saying this, is that I don't. I think I'm losing too much with 35 goals out of Nylander. And I, it's not just the 35 goals I'm going to lose. And can Kraus, can can he come in with 20, 25, 30? Can you know, he make up for that? And more importantly, like score 20 this year, Kipper. Yeah, 20 this year. Can he get to, can he get to high 20s or 30? He can because he's Tavares. That was, that was in 65 games. So yeah, I think the answer is yes. You put him on a good team with a better player. I don't know if his minutes would be the same in Toronto. Maybe he'd play less because there's more competition. But Do you envision Kraus with Tavares or Matthews and Marner? I would probably, in an ideal world, he would be a guy that could move up and down the lineup, you know, add a little size. I'm just think, I'm trying to find Nick Paul, basically. I'm trying to find a guy that's a big body in the bottom Paul half. RFA? Can we just pay him? No, he's UFA. He's, UFA. UFA. He's, he's rich. He's, he's very rich. He's better. Well, well if you, instead of giving McKay of the money, give it to I'm, Paul. I am worried about uh, Tavares next year. Join with, the club. Without, I would agree. Without, <laughs> without Nylander. Uh, I just don't. I, I think Nylander is a really good guy to play off of Matthews and Marner sitting on a bench. How about this? You play Matthews with Tavares on his wing, and you play Marner at center with Nylander on his wing. I, You know how I feel about... Uh, the center ice position with the Leafs and, and having a different look. Marner because Nylander? The, the Matthews and, Any buyers out there? Matthew and Tavares at 1-2 just find a way to come up short when you need it the most. This is, by the way, full-on silly season for the next little bit here where you just got to throw some things at the wall. I, I told you. Like I, was not, I was kind of jokingly against Nylander and always kind of understood and believed and just... The, the the Sweden video broke me. That's what I, my <laughs> voice the just like the voice Latvia. just cracked. Yeah, that, that that video broke me. I how about him taking a penalty and costing them the game? And the, I actually was more excited about Canada winning because Willie yeah. took that penalty. That's where I'm at. You're so mad at him. I'm mad. I, I do believe that uh, Kyle's days may be over with giving up first round picks. That's all. I don't think he has any more to spare. So he's saving them for the next GM, I guess. <laughs> We got jokes. So, today. can you find a different way to pull this off without a first rounder going to Arizona? I think Willie has a lot of value, and I think especially to a team like I think that. Chikrin has a lot of value for at sure. Four, five, Nine. unbelievable contact. Yeah, but I just, cheap, cheap. I don't, I don't know. Like, if you're using those two assets, Nylander and Lilligren, and potentially yeah, a first round pick, I think you probably want to get some offense back. So that would be the pushback, right? But, at, like, do they have a top pair guy? Outside of Riley, do they have like I guess like Labushkin? We talked about him. Now he's not going to be the top pair. I don't know the defense. Yeah. I'm with I'm with Mac talking about how the defense next year is sneaky, shaky. It is, 
It is, and there's not one guy where you're like, he's the problem. You're like, you just don't it's have kind enough of a malaise. Guy. It's kind you of a have, malaise. You know, like you look at the best decors, and whether it's Hedman, you know, doing what he's doing for Tampa Bay or uh, Pareko in St. Louis or Makar in Colorado, like it's not that Toronto's any guy, you're like, that's a problem. It's just, you don't have – Riley is good, but he's not. That's why we're, I run YouTube, so you can see my very specific explanations with my hands. All right, what else have we got? Well, we got... Yeah, that's the type of trade that I think Kyle may need. But I don't know if it's... This is a a guy that I think may go down with the ship when it comes to we can and we will with these four core. I think he's going down with the ship all the way. Like, I know Kyle a a little bit, and I know there's a lot of, we'll call it self-belief, and I, I think he's pot committed. What I don't am, think he's going to change course. One of, one of my big takes about that's always been against them trading Nylander is because of exactly what you said. He's just so, he wants to be right about this so damn bad, right? Like he just really wants his plan to work. And trading Nylander would be admitting defeat. And once in a while, I think you got to have to admit defeat. Like me admitting defeat that uh, saying Austin Matthews is better than Conor McDavid. Yes. Something like that. Or you have a face for radio. Yeah. Oh, thank you. When you when you think of people that could leave the Leafs and be playing for other teams, there's certain guys you go like, I don't want to watch that guy play us. And then, you know, Hyman is probably one because he's so the way he plays. Connor Brown's another one. Like, if Willie Nylander were playing for Detroit or something, I can see Sammy just being, like, over him in a heartbeat. Like, just... He's going to be the greatest Dallas star of all time. <laughs> um... Uh, you mentioned we didn't really talk about Hyman outside of it with with Stoffer, but is he the strongest man alive? Hyman, he is so he's strong. He, he's gotten like he has improved from the time he started with the Leafs to now. He the strength, the hands, everything, the he balance. Is, he's unbelievable. If the, you see him in the gym, and I saw him for those Marley's years, yeah. he's not the guy who sits under like six plates, and does bench press. He does like a 17-pound weight at an odd angle with perfect form a thousand times. He's just, like, meticulous in his, like, little care for himself. He he takes the best care of himself of anyone I've seen. Just, it's all chickpea pasta and quinoa for that guy. Breaks my heart to say it, but I'm really happy for him. Yeah. I really am happy great for him. Great dude. He was a great Leaf. He yeah. was really good in the community here. Like, he's, like, a really good Leaf. He took, got a big contract. And guess what? He's worth every penny right now. Maybe not the end, but right now worth every. If they penny. have any success this year, you don't care about. Doesn't the matter. End. Well, he'll be able to do maybe what Tavares couldn't do, and that's get it, get 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 it done early, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that that's you've talked about that how it was supposed to be in the front half of the deal, and now you're like, crap, it didn't happen in the front half. Now what? And everybody can live with a bad deal if you got recent great memories. <laughs> watch the Blackhawks. You right? watch, you know, the years Taves have, has but had, and the Leafs are having those years without cups. Right. That's what's happening. It's like well, they're, it's I would like, say it's happening, but it's about to happen. Well, yeah, they're selling off. I mean, think of all those teams they had. They had the Bufflin, the Lad. They had to sell those guys off. They reinvented themselves. They won cups. They haven't. The Leafs are selling off guys and trading people and letting people go, and they haven't won anything. So, oh, my voice is just cracked again. <laughs> <laughs> I need a little Buddha stat here, boys. All right. Got any messages uh, or uh, uh, people tweets? are just people are just really, I think, upset we're leaving YouTube. Where? On what? That we're not on YouTube. That we're not on YouTube. They, the people, I think they like us on YouTube, boys. It's it's been fun on here. Has been fun. We will be. We will return, presumably, 
Sportsnet willing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next year. The right? We haven't told the squad. Is a little bit of this, hey, but... listen, if we're not back, <laughs> yeah. it's been a barrel of laughs. Yeah. Smash that subscribe uh, button I got, for I got, next year when it's the real McKee and Gunning show. I got, I got my one chance on camera, boys. It's over. <laughs> That's no. all you need. So what are we thinking for game six tonight? Because I'm actually really excited for this game. I am I, very excited as well. I, uh, we all believe that Colorado is the better team. I got to tell you, yes. But I got to tell you, losing Sammy Gerrard, he was playing 20 minutes a night for Colorado. Kay. St. Louis got that belief. They're back in St. Louis. And just full circle here, this game, big man's game. Yeah. He took a licking. Okay. That was the ultimate big fish eating little fish. So ECHL playoffs, not that this is that interesting because it's ECHL, but I'm behind the net helping out the demon. I don't know what I'm doing low. And some guy came off the bench and I didn't see him in the wave. Anyway, full run, uh, full run, like half the ice. I got hit. My shoulders touched in front of my body. This man hit me so hard and I broke my sternoclavicular joint. Oh, that sounds Horrible. Oh, yeah. I couldn't do push-ups for a year, so which is my excuse. But uh, the pain that that I, – I feel terrible for Gerard, but I don't think he's going to be normal next Full year. I don't. Accordion. Yes. Crumpled. I don't think he's going to be the same player. Like, maybe he's not going to have an offseason to train. He's already a small guy. That is – that's the little guy's nightmare. Yeah. Right there. Five foot nine. You want to draft five foot nine, five foot ten. Oh, man. And you that's... don't have a summer to train now. He won't le- be able to lift a weight. Well, I mean, lower body, maybe. And that's that's what you always think about this time of year. Is a was it Butchnevich foot... or Barbashev? Which B was it? One I think of the B's. it was Barbashev. Yeah. Always Barbashev. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, that was one of the, 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 one of the most vicious dirty, hits. But not. One of the most vicious hits I've seen in a long, long time. Yeah. Crunch City. And it changed that whole change the series and we'll see how, what its impact will have going one, forward one of two ways tonight i think colorado blows them out or it's a close st louis victory yeah i could see them coming out and just being sort of a runaway train colorado with all their guys going but don't trust kemper which is an issue yeah i would say that's how i feel right now is i don't trust kemper and i didn't like watching uh the avalanche d standing by blues player scoring last game i was like god in those big moments they, that team has to defend and it's Kel McCarr, it's Bowen Byram. It's not. They, they, they move the puck so well on a power play, though, St. Louis. St. Louis does. Yes. Yeah. And then, I, then I they showed it the on the uh, when they pulled the goalie. All right, our thanks to Colby Armstrong, Doug McLean on All Bets Are Off Friday, and Bob Stoffer. Hey, all of you out there uh, in YouTube, uh, thanks for being there with us this season. We've loved uh, entertaining you here on this channel, and uh, God willing, we're all back together again next season in the meantime nine to ten eastern starting on monday for one hour we'll bring you all the way home to free agency uh mid-july so we're going to be sticking around for the next little while don't go away download us give us a rating and review tell us what you thought of sammy because <laughs> we have our thoughts loved it We'll see you on Monday, or at least hear from us on Monday. Yes. Have a great weekend, everybody. Real Kipper and Born.